Hi there, my name is Eddie Gazzani and this is Talking Music, a show where I get to jam and chat with incredible musicians about music and life in music. Don't forget to push the follow button so we can trick the algorithm into loving the show. And if you really want to support the project, please go to patreon.com slash talkingmusic. Enjoy the show! today with Kim Ambrose, incredible musician, pepper from player, composer, band leader, drama. <laughs> drama. <laughs> wow, thanks so much for being here, Kim. Thank you. Thanks beautiful, for me. beautiful Thank tune. You. Praia. Tell me about this song. Means beach. Means beach, yeah. <laughs> Is it Copacabana beach by any chance? Any or? beach. Any beach. Any uh, beach in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. You know. After sitting on a beach in um, Pride of Fortune. Ah, uh, yes. Beautiful. Near, near Salvador. 
after 10 days, you start getting ideas of um, <laughs> island life. And so it was a beautiful place to be. And, yes. And I came up with a couple of courses. I think I wrote it when I came back. Yeah. But it was just that. The, yeah, that the, in, the idea. In, the idea that, in your yeah, head, yeah the beach sure. scene and you know, just, you know, yeah. just beach life in Brazil is, Absolutely. is so amazing. Totally, and, and yeah. Great to um, just to be sitting there and. The world comes to you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thinking, oh, I'm a bit hungry. Oh, there's a guy with a, there's the a guy here, some coaches, some empanadas. Yeah, yeah. You want some? Um, Do you cold beer? Sure, beer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Want a CD? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we a have CD. a CD. <laughs> you want some peanuts? Yeah, totally. Another beer? Yeah. Some prawns? Sure. So it was maybe funny, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. They sell everything on the so, beach. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh. So that's where all that comes from. Beautiful, so. beautiful tune. I love the uh, you know the harmonic movement here. It's really cool. You know, the love. You know how. Yeah, yeah. I just tried that thing with which great Brazilian composers. Um, do that I tried to copy where they just go anywhere yeah they don't have a particular formula yeah yeah you know, like, sure. you know, like just... Jobim he's you know like wave you know start goes through pretty much every key before it finishes <laughs> you know, starts in D minor ends up D major yeah, goes exactly. through F and E flat and everywhere <laughs> and you just find a chord and you go like I look like the next chord so I'll go to the next chord yeah. you know, whatever that is it doesn't have to be a totally yeah, yeah so, it's fascinating you know it's very so sophisticated yeah it's like, kind of like it's almost an oral tradition there's a simplicity to it you know yeah. it's like it just yeah. goes there like so easy you know just like sitting on a beach you know? yeah. <laughs> <Hope so. laughs> yeah no gorgeous really beautiful well done yeah. so tell me Kim where did this beautiful creature come into your life um started vibes when I was about 16 oh really okay cool um I've been playing drums since I was about eight or nine or so and then I did gigs with my father he played piano on drums wow so and then I had piano lessons, but I'd forgotten everything by the time I got to 16. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even sure. know where C was. So it was like a complete <laughs> restart. Wow, yeah, fantastic. And, but both my drum teachers, when I was younger, played vibraphone. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So there was always a vibraphone like sitting in the in the room. Oh, awesome, yeah, yeah. So it was just... It was kind of natural. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, have a look. Yeah. What is that? You know, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Give it a try rather yeah. than just going with piano for some... Who knows why yeah. someone picks any instrument. Right, exactly. Why yeah, does totally. one kid yeah, yeah. pick a trombone? Yeah, yeah. Why does someone That's else... Right. You yeah. ask a kid why... They, yeah. And they have no idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I don't right? think you get any yeah. idea as you get yeah, older. Yeah, just, absolutely. It just... Feels it just like happens, you know. Yeah. It, just, it was there in a sense. For me, it was in a family house or yeah. at school. They oh, try these. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Oh, it's a beautiful instrument and kind of unusual as well. I know not many people play it. No, no, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a crazy instrument to play. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not the easiest thing to carry around. <laughs> I'm just doing this uh, um, a, like a questionnaire from a guy in Melbourne who wants to know about vibraphone players. He's, he's sending it out. Oh, to really? He's doing sure. like, a like a research or something. Or something yeah. And it, like some of the questions are why, because you know, he's finding that vibraphone is disappearing off the music scene. And he's thinking, why? I'm, around. Mm. I'm sort of saying, I know why. <laughs> you look at these things around for 40 years, yeah. you know why it's disappearing. <laughs> Walking backwards, you know, upstairs, downstairs. Totally, and, yes. Know, getting to the gig early to load, you know, unload Ups, the car, yes. then going to have to park the car, then yeah. having to, you know, Walk back, do it all reverse, and then you know, lug it upstairs, downstairs, and you know, like it's yeah, just yeah. Totally. it's a physically a you know, yeah, exactly, demanding yeah. thing. Totally, yeah. It's not amazing. like this. No, I know. It's so easy. Back, just I just, in, sit yeah, down, exactly. Yeah, totally. It's just yeah, the planning <laughs> and preparation is, is a lot. Yeah, more, so. I know. Well done. <laughs> so your parents played. 
Is yeah. that how music got into your life? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay, cool. So you played drums for your dad. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my dad played piano and organ. Oh, wow. What kind of what kind of music did he play? Um, I jazz. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, loved, fantastic. Loved, um, all jazz stuff. Yeah. Um, not as professional player. Yeah. He, had a, he was a printer by trade, but yeah. he played gigs since he was younger and went oh. to England. And, and, and then when he came to Australia, he always played piano and had his own big band and he used to, we used to play at local country bound dances and wow. school <laughs> so cool. things and just little events all around the country in, in South Australia. Yeah. So, wow. That's so amazing. Since I was like 12, 13, was my yeah. first. Wow. Know, $5 and where were you born? In a place called Victor Harbour. Victor Harbour, yeah. Like, I've yeah. been there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Wow. So we played all the country towns around there. Yeah. Friday, Saturday. Really? Local pubs. I played at the local pub every Friday, Saturday night for... Uh, Few months and stuff. <laughs> got paid forty dollars a night. <laughs> Underage like, as well, I imagine, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little kid. But that was getting you know, eighty dollars a week for two nights. Oh, wow, that's and pretty good. And the kids who left school were getting seventy-two dollars a week, working forty hours a week. Oh my god! As an apprentice, and I went. Well, you know, I think uh, music yeah. maybe is uh, something there to explore. Yeah, I didn't realize that that would quickly overtake me. <laughs> <laughs> in the monetary stakes. <laughs> for this, you know, for that year when you're 16, it's like, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, that's uh, fascinating. But, yeah, we do it for the love. So. You do, exactly. Absolutely. We don't do this for the money, that's for yeah. sure. But then you kind of took it very seriously and you went to Sydney, right? To the conservatorium? Yeah, yeah I moved yeah. to Sydney and I I um, applied for the jazz course, which was run by Don Burroughs. Yes, wow. Yeah. And I had some amazing teachers, you know, George Goller and Roger Frampton, Paul McNamara, Alan Turnbull was a great drummer. Yeah. So I got in on, on vibraphone. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Uh, I think cause, mainly because Don just loved the vibes. Oh, really? He'd never done it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gave me a bit of width uh, to work with. Then, can you tell a little bit, I guess, you know, for people who don't, don't know who Don Barros is, you know, like he's like, a legend, right? Yeah, in, yeah in, Don Barros is like the legend of Australian jazz. He yeah. really took it to the world stage and, and took it to become a popular style of music in the country. I mean, yeah. there's, there's other great jazz players around. Yeah, sure. But he um, he had such a zo- exuberant nature mm. that um, you know, I think the, you know, the camera loved him and yeah. he liked that. He had you know, TV shows and, and toured, went to Montreux, the first Australian band to play at Montreux Jazz. Wow, festival. really? Yeah, that's fascinating. Cool. It just became a household name back yeah. in the yeah. sort of 70s, yeah. you know, 60s, 70s. Fantastic. Like and he was the head of the jazz department, and he was a fantastic teacher. Yeah, oh, I was gonna. That's yeah. my next question. Was he, was he a good teacher? Great like, teacher. yeah, really. So, yeah, like I said, he was just so vibrant and yeah. and positive. You know, yeah, no matter yeah. what you played, if you weren't playing, you know, great, you yeah. still find something. Yeah, and he loved Brazilian music too. Right. Okay. Awesome. He, he'd made an album with Louis Bonfer, and he went. Oh, to really? Brazil. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! Didn't know that. One. And he used to play. He'd come in the room and he'd play something. He. You know, yeah. Wow. And, um, so he, you know, he would just sit there with a the shaker and. All that sort of stuff. So partly that was, you know, the boss of connection as well. Yeah. Listening to all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, and he was yeah, a great teacher and he helped me out. I had my own little group and sent me to Adelaide for a festival gig. Oh, and, really? Wow. That's so I never got to play with him. I, mm. I don't think I was quite to that. Yeah. <laughs> at that stage of my life. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah but he was fantastic yeah. and, he, and kept in touch over the years. And really? Oh, wow. He, when I went to Brazil, he, he was the one who gave me Mike Ryan's Oh, really? Contact. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, he wow. said, go you know, check yeah, out Mike. Yeah, and then, yeah. I remember that was the first trip and the second trip, he said to me, you know, because if we're going out to play, I'm taking this instrument with me and he was just like, just whatever you do, 
go hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go hard. Awesome. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's great, man. So this guy's been to Brazil. Twice. Oh, yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's amazing. two massive flight cases, 32 kilos each, plus Ooh. all these bars rolled up into our luggage. Oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> so we, we got to the airport with 128 kilos oh, each. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah, so, uh, sorry, no, 64 kilos each. Yeah, yeah between, sure. between us. So, wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't get a vibraphone the first trip, so we had to take this. And, yeah. So, and yes, like, a, is it delicate? Can it, can it handle the, well, the um, flights and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it had a cases made and ah, stuff. Ah, like special so, cases to protect yeah, it and stuff. One okay. for the frame. Yeah. One for the, the resonators, these bars at the yeah, front. That yeah. would go into another one and the, yeah. the bar and then other stuff in there. And, cool. Yeah, so Awesome, yeah. Managed to, you, know, you managed to get that okay? Some pretty big dents in them and stuff. Oh, really? So, well. <laughs> customs just sort of looked at it. Yeah. Thing, so. Cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> and this hey. instrument I bought in Hong Kong. Oh, really? Okay. When I was working on a cruise ship. Oh, right. And I've got it for twenty two fifty. And they were five grand back then in 1984. Wow. And my yeah. father bought my first vibraphone for me. Yeah. And then I had that vibraphone for years. And, and a friend of mine was teaching at the Rich Girls College in Sydney. Yeah. And asked me about it. And I said, yeah, it's, I still have it. Yeah. It's only worth a few hundred dollars. He said, oh, I'll get you 1500 bucks. Oh, me. really? Oh, awesome. So this vibraphone that I've been yeah. playing for 37 years cost me $250. <laughs> so you got to have some luck. You, know? you do, absolutely. $5,500 back in 84 was a, a, lot, of a lot of money. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, of course. So yeah. Wow. It's, it's the and you know what is it made and stuff? Or? It's an American. Oh, it's an American, yeah. Musser Ludwig Company. Okay. So uh, it's yeah. an American invention, I guess? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, about 1923. Oh, okay, wow. And... Um, the great exponents is um, you know, Milt Jackson, yeah, and the great one, and, and Lionel Hampton. They were the two guys that really put it on the map. And then right. they played single mallets, and then Gary Burton came along and ah. like to do the four mallet. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, like four and he was the pioneer of that sort of style. Yeah. So, and my second vibraphone teacher had studied with Gary Burton. Wow. Okay. And so he knew this style. This technique is how he learned sort of it. So that was. A, yeah. Good stepping stone. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. How cool, very man. Fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate. Well done. Yeah. So. so cool. But like you've been like playing the vibes and the drums as well, because yeah. I always see you playing drums, you know, yeah. and stuff. It's great. So the drums always being part of your life, you yeah. know, you're like a multi-instrumentalist yeah. in a sense. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy both. I yeah. love playing drums and I love playing this. I couldn't do just do one or the other. Yes, of course. I like yeah. having the harmonic thing of this. Yes, absolutely. And right. I love just playing the groove on a drum. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. Awesome. There is some partial crossover, but sometimes it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing. It just doesn't work out. Yeah, so. yeah, that's fascinating. That's super cool. But, um, yeah. And uh, what about the love of Brazilian music? Because uh, like you and uh, your, your wife, Angie West, the yeah. great singer, which I had the honor to interview as well. Uh, you know, when I first met you guys, you were like the reference of Brazilian music here in, uh, you know, in Queensland, in Brisbane, in Australia, I guess. And uh, yeah, what did... Uh, because she told me that was because of you yes. <laughs> that she kind of fell in love with Brazilian music. Well, it's because yeah. my parents, mm. they, um, my mum played guitar a bit and loved Bossa Nova. Oh, cool. So she had every Jovium album, nice. Stan Getz, uh, all that sort of stuff, Charlie Bird, yeah, yeah, sort of things, cool. Astrid, yeah, and yeah. Joelle, of course. And so that was always in the house and she had lessons of a guitarist who 
played boss at you know, quite oh, well. Oh, yeah. Wow. So she would be sitting in the corner playing. Then, yeah. And the like... records would be on. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those albums were there. You know, like way awesome. Yeah, beautiful. Since I was... Probably really? Eight, oh, it's uh, oh man, I'm so jealous, you know, because I'm, I'm a Brazilian and yeah. I grew up with many years later, yeah. I know, I had to rediscover, you know, this, yeah. uh, this incredible music. Yeah. But it took me years to figure it out how to play it. Mm. Oh, me too. It's very complex. It is, yeah. Harmonically, and also to adapt it to this, because first of all, I wanted to play it like a guitar, and that didn't work to do that. Yeah, kind of square, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's how it all sort of came about, and then starting with with Don, and then but then I played drums for many years. I didn't touch this for till really again till I was like thirty three or something. Right. Yeah. Cool. No, it's interesting because like you know, it's kind of like a percussive piano in a sense. And you think Otto Jobim, he's not doing chan chan to chan, right? So do you do take that approach? You know, of uh, you know, like being more melodically, like feels here and there, kind of yeah. Well, if the guitar's playing. Doing the that rhythm, rhythm, yeah, exactly. I, I can just play like a blank chord. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Play, yeah like that. And if you're not doing that, then I can do some arpeggio. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Like you yeah, listen yeah. to some great Brazilian piano players, and they really get into. Yeah, they get into. into yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. there's that aspect you can get into. It. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah it's fantastic. And you know, I, you know, like uh, we always. Uh, I always love your compositions. You know, we always joke. You know, <laughs> you're the composer of the girl from Ipanema and stuff, because you have incredible, incre- incredible compositions. Did you study composition, or was there something that you? Kind no, of it was just from learning the songs and yeah. then learning how they work and stuff, and then yeah. just coming up with one chord, and then just mucking around on the piano. I yeah. always do it on piano, and then yeah. you'd play another chord like that song. I just had that C six nine chord, yeah. and, and I just went, "What happens if I go here?" And it was yeah, like, oh, oh like that's that. nice. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, and I go to the five, and then. Oh, and then try this, and then sometimes it works, and then other times you get a bit. Yeah, yeah, you totally. Get four or five bars. Yeah, and it gets stuck. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But they're all, you know, sort of in there somewhere, and, and then mm-hmm. other ones come quick. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you like? Do you have a, a routine like for 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 composition? Or? No, I've, I've been a bit no. slack over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, but, I think, um, yeah. So, you know, it's nice to sit down on the piano and just and just. Start noodling around. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, press record and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And try and remember it because sometimes yeah. you play something and then you go, oh, hey, what was Me that? too. Sorry about life. Honestly, yeah. Like I've so, got like a hundred songs that I just yeah, I did it and then I was like, I can't yeah, remember. You know, yeah. it's but fascinating. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to write yeah, a couple of good ones. So, right, so um, go. and uh, how about you practice wise? Do I use someone that like practice daily or? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, I probably uh, practice. You join the dark side like yes. myself. <laughs> I probably practice more drum stuff because I. I'm teaching kids like on uh, school and like I'm drum kid and I'll just have a practice pad and I'll be ah oh, yeah sure 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 bang on there like in between uh, students and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah or cool. even while they're doing excuse me while they're doing some no stuff worries. I'll just you know do stuff or get on the kit yeah yeah play along with them and stuff I do practice some on this but it's the, the physical nature is like just standing on one leg oh uh, yes as well right because you've got to pedal there yeah, right too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as i get older it's just like yeah it's a bit more but yeah be tiring but stuff. yeah i should practice a bit more 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, all, I'm sure. No, Don Barros is probably there now. He's just passed away? Or yeah, 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 just yeah. recently passed away. Yeah, only uh, beginning of the year. Yeah, right. Because he had moved to the countryside, I yeah. remember. He had joined like the choir. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't you telling me the story that he joined yeah, he, not the choir there, like the big band, the local yeah, big yeah, band? On trumpet. Yeah. Fantastic. But he was always, yeah, like. He had it in him all the time. Mm. He would just be always vibing. And yeah. No, I was going to say, I'm yeah. sure he was feeling, oh, I need to practice more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, we all... Well, they, the, the thing is, like, they came, when he grew up, they, those guys were doing eight, nine, ten gigs a week. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know? right, and yeah. They totally. were just gigging all yeah. the time. There was That's what the music was. It was yeah. only one or two types of music yeah, back then. And yeah. The 40s and 50s. So they were just working, working, working. Absolutely, yeah. But when we, you know, even in the 80s and when we just got the jazz course started, the older guys were going, well, why do you need to study jazz? You know, you just play. So, <laughs> I just well, can't play it. There's not that many gigs in Yeah, there, exactly, so, right, yeah. You know, like the discos and all the different yeah, kind of, yeah. like a branch DJs of trees. and stuff that came out, yeah. yeah it's, it's just changed. Yeah, so. that's so cool. <laughs> and uh, like uh, we came up with this tradition where we ask um, if you can remember... A crazy gig oh, yeah. is something that go very well, yeah, and yeah. the gig that's still gonna be in your heart forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay. You can start with the good or the bad. Up to well, you. the craziest. I think the craziest <laughs> gig was um, I was playing in a band. It was sort of a cabaretish band, six-piece band. Yeah. I was playing drums, and we sort of, sort of doing some you know, gypsy swing stuff as well as nice. other stuff. And the leader of the band, Mick Conway. He's a sort of local music legend from mm-hmm. Captain Matchbox days. Yeah. He juggled chickens, breathed fire. It was a cabaret fun show. Yeah. And so we were in England and we got asked to play at this uh, particular venue for yeah. a function. And the, and the venue, so I can actually say that I've played at Wembley Stadium <laughs> when there's been 80,000 people there. I was in a function room <laughs> at the time. <laughs> was a, well, still playing the Wembley Stadium? For American stadium. Gridiron match that was going on. So yeah. we played in the function room. There was all the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago oh, really? Bears fans and we were playing and then yeah. they, we, we got to go up into the stadium and watch the game. There was wow. like 80,000 people oh doing the God. Mexican wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then um, they had a raffle. You could put your, write your name down on a card yeah. and put it into this little wicker basket. Yeah. And the guitarist, he managed to get two cards. And so he put his name down twice. <laughs> and then they said, draw the prize. They gave it to us. Yeah. And so the violinist, he pulls the card out. Oh, of course, And yeah. it's the guitarist. No. And the first prize was two... Two, uh, two first class tickets to anywhere in the United States. Oh London. my God, really? So they won. And the reason we knew it was his second car because we got that in our van when we went back. To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, we, we pulled out all the tickets and we found that. They had two cars. Oh, that's fantastic. So they went to New York for a three day bender and came back. Oh, oh my God. That's so awesome. yeah, that was a, that was a crazy that was gig a for sure. Oh, that's right. fantastic! And what's a beautiful one? Something that you know remains in your heart. Do you think? Uh, you know, I think that I think Andrew's talking about the one at the Bellingham oh, yeah. Global Carnival was when we really got to play some great groovy things as well, and playing some percussion, and yeah. you know, the whole place was packing. just vibing and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that? And some gigs with um, another band, Sigani Weaver, too. Then it's just yeah, you know, yeah, sure. This guy's great. Yeah, yeah. What's but that? even at any gig that's just listening and yeah. Totally, yeah. stuff. it's special, you're right? Yeah. yeah. How's the Sigani with a project? Because you like you're the drama with like it's like a gypsy jazz, yeah. But with a singer, right? Yeah. 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 And they're doing more uh, original music now, so it's, cool. Yeah. Writing their own stuff, which is fantastic. Cool. Great players. Yeah, great stuff. players, absolutely. Yeah. 
So cool. Wow. Yeah. Well done, man. Yeah. So I get to do lots of different projects. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you play with a lot of different guys as well, I know. Like in, yeah. some of the heavy jazz dudes here as well. Yeah. You know, you always yeah. like playing drums and stuff. Yeah. And some cool. groove stuff and bluesy yeah. things. And awesome. So, Good yeah, on you, man. Fun. That's great. No, music is fantastic yeah. today, you know. We get to play with so many different people and yeah, yeah you know, yeah. we make so many different friends which we otherwise would not have the opportunity, right? No. Like, yeah, you know. The one I was disappointed to not happen was again on that tour in England. We were playing one of the Spiegel tents. Yeah. We finished the gig and Mick was packing up his stuff and he doesn't really recognize people. He's, yeah. He's just, you know, he's it is only the world. Yeah, it's only the thing. And this guy came up to him and said, Man, that show was fantastic. I yeah. love it. I love it. You have to play at your yeah. 40th birthday party. <laughs> he was going off. You know. Yeah. And um, they mix, hey, great. Yeah, we'll, we'll you know, that's, we'll yeah. talk with the manager and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was all good. And he left, and the guitarist went up to Mick and said, do you know who that was? <laughs> and Mick's got no idea who it was. He said, that was Freddie Mercury. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah, Freddie <laughs> wanted us to play at his 40th birthday. No, that's amazing. But it didn't come off. Uh, but if it had come oh off. Oh, my imagine. Oh, my goodness. That would be insane. Been, yeah, it would have been insane. <laughs> I think there was talks behind us and stuff. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, it just didn't work. Wow. So. I imagine. That's hilarious. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on a beautiful note, <laughs> thank you so much, no Kim. Thank Thanks for being here. Let's play one more song? Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a bit about this song. So, so this is a song called Your Smile. Beautiful. It's another is... one of your compositions? Yes. Awesome. Um, thinking of my lovely wife. Oh, Angie has a beautiful smile. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> 